जराधमाधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राधमाधव कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभ जय गिरीवराधारी जय गिरीवराधारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभ जय गिरीवराधारी जय गिरीवराधारी जय यशोदानंदन जय व्रजजनरंजन जय यशोदानंदन जय व्रजजनरंजन जय यमुनतिरवन चारी जय कुंज विहारी जय यमुनतिरवन चारी जय कुंज जय राधमाधव जय कुंज
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे कालाचंजी राधा कालाचंजी राधे जय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीताय जय जय प्रभुपाद 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 जय जय प्रभुपाद निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथोजय मुदीर ये नष्टु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भवतीम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्ठुकी कृष्णा वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय चंदगोपकुमराय गोविंदय नमो नम रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद्भागवत कैंटो वन चैप्टर एट टेक्स्ट फोर्टीनाइनभ्रातर्गुरुद्रुहाषयुतायुतःद्विजासुहुन्मित्र बालद्विजासुहुन्मित्र पित्रभ्रातर्गुरुद्रुहाषयुतायुतःद्विजासुहुन्मित्र पित्रभ्रातर्गुरुद्रुहाषयुतायुतरेशन बाॉयज दवाइस बॉर्न सुहृत वेल विशर्स मित्र friends 
पित्र पेरेंट्स भ्रातर ब्रदर्स गुरु प्रिसेप्टर्स द्रुहा वन हु इज किल्ड न नेवर मे माई सियात देर शाल बी निरयात फ्रॉम हेल मोक्षहा लिबरेशन ही सर्टनली अपी ऑल दो वर्षा यर्स अयुता मिलियंस आयुत ही बींग एडेड ट्रांसलेशन आई हैव किल्ड मेनी बॉयज ब्राह्मणास वेल विशर्स फ्रेंड्स पेरेंट्स प्रिसेप्टर्स एंड ब्रदर्स दो आई लिव मिलियंस ऑफ यर्स आई शेड नॉट बी रिलीव फ्रॉम द हेल दैट अवेट्स मी फ्रॉम ऑल दीज सिंस परपट वेन एवर देर इज अ वॉर देर इज सर्टनली अ मैसेकर ऑफ मेनी इनोसेंट लिविंग बींग्स सच एज बॉयज ब्राह्मणास एंड वुमन एंड किलिंग इज कंसिडर्ड टू बी द ग्रेटेस्ट ऑफ सिंस दे आर ऑल इनोसेंट क्रीचर्स एंड इन ऑल सर्कमस्टांसिस किलिंग ऑफ देम इज फॉरबिडन इन द स्क्रिप्चर्स महाराजा युधिष्ठरा वॉज अवेयर ऑफ दीज मास किलिंग्स सिमिलरली देर वर फ्रेंड्स पेरेंट्स एंड प्रिसेप्टर्स ऑल्सो ऑन बोथ साइड्स एंड ऑल ऑफ देम वर ऑल्सो किल्ड इट वॉज सिंपली हॉरिबल फॉर हिम टू थिंक ऑफ सच किलिंग एंड देर फोर ही वॉज थिंकिंग ऑफ रिसाइडिंग इन हेल्स फॉर मिलियंस एंड बिलियंस ऑफ यर्स ओम ज्ञानातिमिरंदस्यानाजनशलाकय चक्षुर उन्मिलम यनम तस्म श्री गुरवे नम सो एक्चुअली आई सीन इन दिस श्लोका वेर युधिष्ठ महाराज इज एक्चुअली स्पीकिंग एंड दिस इज पोस्ट द महाभारत वॉर वेर ही कम्स टू द रियलाइजेशन एंड ही इज एक्चुअली कमेंटिंग ऑफ द फैक्ट दैट बिकॉज ऑफ अ वॉर विच हैपन्ड लॉर्ड ऑफ इनोसेंट लिविंग क्रीचर्स एंड बींग्स वर किल्ड and also if you see in the translation he says though i live millions of years living millions of years actually attributes to the jivatma because the body always is temporary one may take a body and one may pass away but the jivatma is eternal so it continues to stay forever and this kind of this is the aspect which yudhishthira maharaj is also trying to explain to us that one can sometimes think in the material universe one can do something in this lifetime and get away with something but laws of karma are written such that one cannot escape them if you don't do things which are not prescribed according to shastra and which are not right then the karma of that will come at some point down the road whether sometimes they are fructified in this lifetime or in another lifetime and depends on the severity of what the karma could be one has to carry it so as it is said that we jivatmas bear the fruit and the results of the actions of all what we do in this lifetime as well as previous lifetimes so yudhishthira maharaj of course he is a saintly person and in spite of the mahabharata war which was a just war uh, done for the sake of dharma but he still feels sympathy and compassion for all the jivatmas which are killed so this shows the magnanimity also of yudhishthira maharaj that he is not an ordinary person who thinks about you know just about his own uh, uh, you know his well being he also thinks about other people's well being now if you see actually in bhagavad gita also krishna tells a similar instruction in the third chapter actually he says mai sarvani karmani sanyasyadatma chetasah nirashir nirmamo bhutva yudvasya vigatajaraha he says therefore or arjuna surrendering all your works unto me with the mind intent on me and without desire for gain or free from egoism and lethargy fight see this is what uh, even krishna tells arjuna that if one does one's activities prescribed according to dharma and according to what shastra says then that is right so this bewilderment will not come to us but of course if one does not follow shastra and does according to what he wants to say or wants to continue questioning shastra then the pain and bewilderment and suffering comes and this is the same question when arjuna had when he before the start of the mahabharata war is as to 
when he when he asks Krishna to take his chariot in the center and he sees both sides of people on his people he knows, his relatives and friends and everyone on either side. And he gets bewildered. So see, this is what is important for us to understand, right? The living entity, Jivatma, actually can never be happy independent of cooperation of Bhagawan. Because the eternal constitution of Jivatma is actually to become subordinate to desires. And if Arjuna was ordered to fight by Sri Krishna, you know, then one has to do it as it is. But one has to sacrifice also everything for the goodwill of the Supreme Lord and also discharge his prescribed duties without claiming proprietorship. See, that is the key aspect. To claim proprietorship is the false ego. Without, when we when we do activities without proprietorship, that is the actual uh, position of the Jivatma. When one does it like that, then one doesn't get bewildered. But the moment one is attained or attached to proprietorship, then the, then the problem is the attachment comes. And as Bhagwan says, Kama Esha, Krodha Esha, you know, from attachment comes anger, you know, when you don't attain something, then you get angry, right? And then other other attributes follow, you know, which are which are not positive attributes. So therefore, what always Krishna has told to Arjuna and other Jivatmas and all of us is one according to his quality and position. You know, because everyone has different qualifications in a society. Everyone has different, uh, you know, positions in a society. A king, a minister, you know, uh, doesn't matter what kind of work we do. One has to continue his particular type of work and discharge his duties. Whether it be a mother, it be a father, it be a brother, you know, even in a family. All these discharge activities should be discharged in actually in Krishna consciousness, right? And this will what lead one to the path of liberation. If one does not do that, then there will be bewilderment and attachment. So, this is an important aspect which actually we see in this shloka, which how Yudhishthira Maharaj is lamenting and showing sympathy for all Jivatmas who have already been slain, actually. And this is why for all of us also, right, we say that harming anyone indirectly or directly is not preferred, right? And that is why as Vaishnavas, we say that we should be vegetarian because we should not harm any other living entities or kill anything and we should offer foodstuffs, whatever we are offering to Bhagawan, even if we are using uh, fruits, leaves, plants, whatever we are using them, they also have to be offered actually to Bhagawan and that is what purifies us actually. See, the prayer to Bhagawan, as it is said that the Jivatma will have difficulties and the reason for that is people have questions is, why was I put in this position? We are put in this position because of our desire. The best example is, you know, uh, you know, in a, in a, if the child decides to be sometimes far away from the parents, and you know, it may want everything, but sometimes parents may not give everything to the child. When the time is right, uh, the parents may give something to the child. So this is the aspect. See, there is another aspect which we should understand is to understand that is why always, even in the lamenting here which Yudhishthira says, the jnanam, atma jnanam, which means, which we say as understanding of uh, Bhagavan, understanding of Jivatma and Paramatma is the most important concept. Because without understanding that we are Jivatma, there is a Paramatma, we will never come beyond the stage. That is why even in Vedanta Sutra, the first aspect which we said is Atato Brahma Jigyasoha means now is the time to understand the self-realization. Yes, we all have a material body, we have to maintain it, we have to work, we have, uh, we have responsibilities in society. But the, the best way to describe is this, external material energy or external things are required for maintenance of this body. But what do we do to maintain the Jivatma, the happiness of Jivatma? Like it says, Dehin Asmin Yatha Deve Komaram Yomaram Jara. You know, we may wear a body which grows, keeps owing. Today I wear this cloth, tomorrow I wear that cloth. But the happiness derived by it cannot be permanent. It will keep changing. So we, the Jivatma always hankers for the eternal bliss. 
and that is only given by Satchidanandam Vigraha, which is Sri Krishna. Without devotion to his lotus feet, we cannot actually understand this. And in order to do this, one should chant Bhagawan's name. Very nicely, actually, Dhruva Maharaj gives, uh, you know, when Bhagawan comes in front of Dhruva, actually, Dhruva Maharaj uh, prays to this. He says, Tvaddataya vanuya vayunavedam achasta vishvam supta prabudha ivanata bhavat prapannaha tasya pavarga saranam tavapada mulam vishyar vishmaryate kratavida katham artabhando. He says, O Bhagavan, Lord Brahma is fully surrendered, surrendered unto you. In the beginning you gave him knowledge and thus he could see and understand the universe. Just as a person awakens from sleep and visualizes his immediate duties, you are the shelter, only shelter of all persons who desire liberation and you are the friend of all the distressed. Therefore, how can a learned person who has perfect knowledge ever forget you? Such a beautiful player, actually Dhruva Maharaj, sees when he, when he sees Bhagavan, he tells this. See, Dhruva Maharaj, is, as I said, is an exceptional case, uh, you know. But see the devotion. When Bhagavan comes in front of him, the first thing he says is actually praising Bhagavan and praising his Bhagavatas before even thinking of asking something for him. So, the what it is said is this, Bhagavan cannot be forgotten even by a moment by his surrendered devotees. Those who have done Saranagati, those who have surrendered to Bhagavan, they never forget a moment about Bhagavan. Even if they are discharging Hanuman, I will take example of Hanuman. No matter whatever activity he does, <laughs> he always thinks of Lord Rama. You can even talk about gopis, you can talk about every other Bhagavatas, they always keep Bhagavan in their heart. This should be the goal of every Jivatma and, and for all of us. If we want to call ourselves a Bhagavata or a devotee, this is the qualification. This is the actual qualification. And we should aspire towards that. So, the devotee understands that he is a cause, Bhagavan is the costless mercy. You know, the more a devotee engages in Bhagavat Kainkaryam and Bhagavat Kainkaryam, devotional service, you know, the more in the in, more encouragement is supplied by energy of the Lord. See, the example can be, the best example is given is in the material universe, I mean because Bhagavad Gita says the material universe is an inverted spiritual tree, so we can understand through these examples, right? You know, in a, in a just as a, a parent and a child relationship, right? Or even a teacher, right? Sometimes teacher will give encouragement, parents will give encouragement when they see, you know, the child wants to walk further, you know, a toddler is crawling. So immediately when it starts crawling, what do they do? They try to lift it up slowly when it's about to balance. They give it more nourishment and encouragement. Similarly, Bhagawan gives all these different things. Sometimes directly, sometimes through indirect means. And indirect means, means his, uh, his Bhagavatas, right? Whether they are Aracharyas, Guru, Shastra, all of these things are given for us as encouragement actually. So, when when we say, see the, in Bhagavad Gita also Bhagavan says that those who are constantly engaged in devotional service with love from within, he gives the uh, intelligence, you know. Uh, and then he says, if being so encouraged, the devotee can never forget for a moment Bhagavan. So, he always feels obliged to him for having increased power in devotional service by His grace. See, that is why even whatever devotional service we do, it is actually because of His own causeless mercy. It is not because our own uh, our own endeavor and effort. Everything, yes, we do it as a karta, but actually it is due to His own causeless mercy. Just like, you know, a, child, a parent may encourage a child to do something, right? I mean... Another example I can use is a child doesn't know educate. You know, when it starts in at home, it doesn't know how to read, write before it goes to school. The parent, the, the parent teaches the child how to talk, how to walk. The same thing, you know. So we become more and more obliged, understanding that everything. So similarly, see that's why 
Dhruva Maharaj is saying, saintly persons like Sanaka, Sanatana, Lord Brahma are able to see the entire universe by mercy of Bhagavan and through the knowledge. See, the, the example, what is given is very nice. It says, a person may apparently abstain from sleep all day, but as long as he is not spiritually enlightened, he is actually sleeping only in Nidram. He may sleep at night and perform his duties in daytime. But as long as he does not come to the platform of working in spiritual enlightenment, he is considered to be sleeping. Therefore, a devotee therefore never forgets the benefit derived from the Lord. See, Bhagavan is called Atra Bhandu, which means friend of the distressed. And so Bhagavan is there actually to take care of all of us. Sometimes we may pray to him, sometimes he may listen to us. But the example also given in Shastra is, everyone is Bhagavan's children. Every Jivatma is his child. So, Bhagavan knows how he has to balance and give everything. So, you know, a parent doesn't, a parent may have a couple of children. It may not give, a, a father or mother will not give everything to the child right away. When the time is right, they will give away. And sometimes, you know, the child may basically go and fight with the mother and father. I don't love you. I don't want you. It will scream in anger and all. But after ultimately, at what will happen is, the child will have to come back to Bhagavan <laughs> or parent, you know, and ask for it. So, this is the understanding. For Jivatmas, as we say in Bhagavad Gita, Chatur Vida Bhajante Maam, four kinds of people are present and um, there is no other means. That's why even it is said here, you are the only shelter for all people who desire liberation, as Dhruva says, and you are the friend of all the distressed. People can search other Hearts and experiment other things, but they will not, they cannot find a refuge. The only refuge is Bhagavan's lotus feet. One, you know, as sometimes, just another example, like, you know, parent will say to child, go ahead, go try something, you know, go figure it out, you know, and then the child will stumble a little bit and then finally, okay, I tried everything, now I understand, I'm, you know. So, the other example to be given here is this. When Dhruva Maharaj actually sees, he says, uh, people, uh, persons who worship you simply for sense gratification are certainly influenced by your illusionary energy. In spite of having you who are like a desire tree and the cause of liberation from birth and death, foolish persons and me desire benedictions for your sense gratification. See, the other, the other example can be given is this. You know, um, when the child is there with his parents, you know, every day, you know, the parents take care of the child. You know, a toddler or a baby or a child also, a kid, right? They feed the child, they take care of it, they cook for it and everything. The child takes it for granted that it has the association of the parents, which means the love is present, but the way it is seen is, you know, they are giving me everything. What the understanding should be is the experience of being with my parents is far more greater than these other things because without that, nothing is present. Same thing for Jivatma. The fact that we are able to see Bhagavan, experience Him is far more greater than asking material objects. (laughs) That association is far more important. That is why every Bhagavata you see Every Acharya you see, they always pray, I want the association of your lotus feet, Bhagavan. If you see any place, any any Shastra, any Upanishad, everywhere, everyone, even Brahma also prays that I want lotus feet of your, I want association of your lotus feet. And of course, Bhagavatas who are present there. So, this is the aspect that Jivatma should understand. Being with Bhagavan is more important than getting other things in life. <laughs> the pleasure desired by that cannot be cannot be actually. Uh, it's it's uh, the best way. Actually, is actually uh, Kulasekara Arvar actually uh, says this. Karacharana saroje kantima netra mine shramamushi bhuja vichi vyakule agadamarge hari sarasi vighaya. Vigaya apiya tejo jau lagham bhava maru parikhina khedamadhyatvajami. See, he says, 
the hari is like a cool pond removing the heat of samsara so imagine in a pond it's a scorching summer right now and you end up taking a dip in a cool pond or a pool right he compares the hands and feet of bhagwan to the lotus blooming in the cool pond kulashekara alwal realizes that the fish swimming in the pond are like eyes of bhagwan the netram the beautiful eyes the waves of the pond remind him of the shoulders of bhagwan and he is uh, this is the bhagavat tatva tatvam when he thinks about the depth of the pond the joyous and immersing experience you know he feels is known as hari and drinking its nourishing waters is what actually provides uh, relief for all of us from the samsaram so if you think about it actually another um, kulashekar alva says that you taking a dip in this cool emerald pond hari saras has cured him of all the afflictions you know and another wonderful analogy is written as actually dayarathan petra margada mani tattam it says rama is the emerald pond born of the son of dasharatha so see this is the beautiful analogy given actually that in in this samsaram yes there is karma karma yoga we have to follow but without the aspect of taking shelter of bhagwan's feet without immersing ourselves in this pond of hari it will be it is not it is very difficult to come out of it this is what can provide us the relief from this every jeevatma from the smallest ant to the richest person has four adhyatmika adi bhautika adi daivika klesha they have all three kinds of miseries either miseries from other people adhyatmika own body or adi daivika you know all these miseries are present and janma mrityu jara vyadi is present birth death old age disease is present so to get and because of our karma this the intelligent person says in shastra you can't it may be okay to know what is the reason for what happened in the past but from where you are today you have to know where to go to your next destination so what one has to do is focus on taking this body and moving out of here to go back to his abode and only by going back to his abode we can actually uh, we can actually get relief otherwise we will continue swimming in this samsara so the only way to get out of this samsara is actually dipping in this cool pond called hari taking his name being in association of bhagavatas worshiping bhagwan's lotus feet can only provide actually relief for every one of us and that is why so wonderfully dhruva maharaj says right that you are the shelter for all people who desire liberation you are the friend of all distressed many times people you know they do get uh, you know i won't say angry or you know they may get a little displeased but child also gets displeased sometime with its parents but bhagwan knows what is right for all of us right and uh, if everyone everything is granted to everyone then how do we come to the self realization sometimes we have to uh, undergo some penance and austerity for what we have done so bhagwan also knows what is the best way to surrender uh, to help us come to a surrender through a guru through an acharya through shastra by him taking avataram by doing all these leela in bhulokam here in earth as krishna rama you know different avatarams these things actually help us come closer to him the only reason for him taking avataram is actually for us to come closer to him because he cares for us that is the only primal reason i says paritranaya sadunam vinashaya sadushtutam the second aspect is vinashaya that's different but paritranaya sadunam is to give us association to give us jeevatmas who want to and and as i said the for bhagwan everyone is his child as you know cannot differentiate you know that we may think as a bodily conception someone is not good to us or enemy and that is that is how we are as karma but for bhagwan 
plants, animals, fish in the sea, everything is Jivatma. So how does he help also them? So we have to think, right? Uh, a person in a family may only care about his immediate family. If you keep going on top and top and top, think about Brahma's responsibility as Prajapati. He cares about everyone. He has to provide for everyone. He is the great grandfather. That's why it is said, right? So, this is the explanation given actually. The other thing which is important to also uh, talk about is actually, you know, some of the qualities of Krishna, right? As Bhagavan. As said, Argya Sashvato Krishna Lohitaksha Pradartanaha Prabhudastri Kudadhamo Pavitram Mangalam Param. So, Agrayaha, it means one who is beyond the grasp of others. And this grasp of others is not uh, by material knowledge. It is only by devotion and by chanting his name is we can actually grasp him. Like Mother Yashoda, she was able to grasp him by tying Damodara, as we know. We say Namamishwaram Satchidanandarupam, right? So that is what it is. You can only tie him with love. You cannot tie him with material knowledge. Yes, knowledge is important to come to an understanding. But to tie Bhagavan, you can only tie him with love. Just like there was Jagannath Puri, right? There was Rathyatra which happened in Puri, you know, couple of weeks ago. And as you see, the only way you can pull his chariot is with love. We have no strength to pull the strongest person in this universe. Only out of his love that we can pull him actually. So another word which describes Sri Krishna is Shaswataha, means one who is eternal. See, that which remains the same at all times is the permanent. We, as our body grows, we may age, we may look a particular way, but Bhagwan always looks the same. His attributes are always the same. His smile is always beautiful. The arms of Bhagawan are always wonderful. His eyes are always lotus-like. His navel is a lotus navel. I mean, if you think about the beauty of Bhagawan, the navel of the Lord is so beautiful and deep. I mean, it is not even describable in material words, actually. <laughs> it is incomprehensible. It is I, The right word to use is incomprehensible. <laughs> that is the right word, the beauty of it, actually. And from that navel is where Brahma comes. So, the other thing is Krishnaha, as I said, is one who is always in a state of bliss. As I, that's why we say Satchidananda Vigraham. We may be in a state of bliss at times when we associate with devotees or Bhagavatas or Bhagwan's lotus feet. But Bhagawan is always in a state of bliss. So that is why it is said that we should always associate with him and his like-minded Bhagavatas. So we come to that state. And another thing is by Sravanam Kirtanam Vishnu, by chanting Bhagawan's name, we can also come to the state of bliss. See, as I said, bliss, yeah, for some, some Jivatmas, bliss may be, they may be renunciate and they are able to practice. But for majority of the people, you know, we live in a material universe, we have responsibilities. So that is why Krishna has told Arjuna also to Bhagavad Gita that whatever you do as an act, offering or act, you do as an offering to me. Think of me, man mad bhakto, right? Always think of me as I do activities. Then, uh, the other description of the word given is lohitakshaha. As I said, one whose eyes are red like the beautiful lotus flower. Lohite Akshini Yasyasa Lohitakshaha. That is a definition actually. The eyes of Bhagavan are like red lotus-like hues. That is the beauty, the netram. Pratardhanaha, the destroyer, which we know as he is the creator, he is the destroyer. Prabhutaha, one who is affluent, ever full and well endowed with wisdom Greatness and other qualities. See, this is another thing. Bhagwan's qualities never diminish. Like the best example is given is, if you take a candle and you light another candle, though the first candle may be the source, but the second candle's luminosity, if the both candles are the same, the luminosity remains the same. We, 
do not have the capability that we can keep imparting and be the same again. So that is Bhagawan's beauty and quality. And uh, Trikudhama, see there are different meanings of this. So uh, Pavitram, purity incarnate. See, this is this is the most important thing actually. We may take a bath today, I, I take a bath today, I am pure. But after some point, you know, due to a material body, I have to take a bath again for whatever reason. Bhagwan's body is different; is not like us. It is always pure. It is always Satchidananda Vigraha. That is the beauty of Bhagwan. Bhagwan's skin doesn't decay like ours. <laughs> Our skin decays. I will decay one day. Bhagawan's skin does not. It is always soft. There are wonderful shastra which describes the marks on his sole of his feet, how soft they are, the color of them, uh, you know, as I was describing, the arms of Bhagawan. So this purity is what is important. And that is why it is said that we are gravitated towards that purity. In fact, many times we see, even in material universe, right, why do people are gravitated towards doesn't matter, there are maybe other aspects of other religions or things. But why is sometimes, generally more or less, people are gravitated to something spiritual or good? Because from within the Jivatma wants that. But because we get covered by modes of material nature, they forget the constitutional entity and they are drawn to other things which are undesirable. But at some point in their life, you know, even if you take the most... Uh, a person who is not following any kind of Vedic scripture, Shastra or leaving a life of goodness, the simplest example I can give is after taking a bath, some other even that kind of person will feel pure for a second. <laughs> so, the, the, the example comes is because, you know, the Jivatma inside is always pure. But because it comes to this mode of material nature, it, it, it takes the qualities or attributes of that. Just like a Jivatma may take a body of a lion or a tiger or other animals, it is the same thing. Same thing for us. And then based on our own karma and how we have thought, we get those attributes. That is why it is said that the purification of body, that is why it says, Harinama Sankirtanam, chanting Bhagwan's name, is the best way to purify ourselves. That is the, yes, it is also important to purify body and maintain our body through other things. But, as I said before, just like the example I gave here, that a person may abstain from sleep all day, and but he may continue working all the day. But if he does not, ha, is not having spiritual awakening, then the person is still called in nidram. So, so this is the beautiful quality, some of the, some of the beautiful qualities which are, uh, described. And the last I would say today for today is Mangalam Param, the embodiment of supreme auspiciousness. So when Bhagawan comes, there is always auspiciousness. This is another uh, quality of Bhagawan. We may not be able to recognize it, we may not be able to comprehend it, but wherever Bhagawan is there, he is always auspicious. That is another quality of Bhagavan actually, Sri Krishna. So, I will just end today's class for today. So, this is the gist of what Yudhishthira Maharaj has actually tried to explain that, you know, the attribute where there are Jivatmas were killed, but it is not actually the body. The body may die. And as Praladma, uh, Dhruva Maharaj has said, that surrendered devotees pray for his association. Just like the example I would state is, for a child to have association of his parents is more valuable because everything else only comes after that. Whether they want care, they want water, they want food, I want toys and everything. So even as Jivatmas, the most important thing we should aspire is association and to be with Bhagavan. If that happens, ultimately everything else will, ultima will automatically happen. I'll just end today's class. Uh, if there are any comments or... People want to say, yes, Prabhuji. Yeah. So, Prabhuji, good. So, you are asking about uh, astrology. You are asking of astrological charts. Is that what you are asking, Prabhuji? Prabhuji, astrology cannot be ignored. 
astrology is a Vedic science. Um, it is called Jyotisha. In English, it's called astrology. In Sanskrit, it is called Jyotisha. Jyotisha, Jyoti means light. And that which shows light is called Jyotisha. Now, uh, everyone, all of us, whether we like it or not, we call in Western, it's called sidereal astrology. Or, you know, in uh, Vedic, it's called Vedic astrology, Jyotisha. The, we all have karma. And some of, some of these charts may show these things, right? The realization still is, you know, it is, you have to think about it. Actually, astrology was spoken by Lord Shiva to Parvati. And it is not something which is, why is it, why did Lord Shiva tell to Parvati? Because not everyone can just come to the stage like Dhruva Maharaj. As I gave the example of Dhruva Maharaj. Dhruva Maharaj is an exceptional case. No child five years of age, three years of age can say to his parent that I will go to forest and meditate about Bhagawan. This is an, that's why I said, exceptional case. And we, of course, it is wonderful that one can have a child like that, but one has to be realistic. To get back to your question, Prabhuji, we cannot, we cannot ignore astrology or aspects of astrology. Now, the ultimate thing is, in spite of looking at astrology, one should still be reliant on Bhagawan. That is important. So sometimes, some things may happen from uh, astrology chart. The supreme auspiciousness is always Bhagawan. Anything, as we say, when we start an activity, right? Doesn't matter what we do. We think of Bhagawan's lotus feet. That is what invokes auspiciousness, correct? Or chant his holy name. That invokes auspiciousness. Now, but from an astrology standpoint, certain things may happen because of our past karma. Some things we may be able to change, rectify a little bit. But the devotee who understands that even if something is to happen, he accepts it as the will of the Lord. That is called a surrender. That is the surrender actually. And it is not easy. It is very difficult for everyone to understand that why something happened to me in spite of me praying to Bhagavan every day. That is the aspect which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Aslishyava Padaratam means whether you reject me, you keep me, I will still worship you. So, the humble understanding is, I may have done many things in the past, my astrology, you know, chart or whatever may show something like this, but I accept what is there. If I, you can help rectify something, that is great, but if not, I will continue still being your Bhagavata. And that is what is important. Whether we get something or no, we cannot leave his lotus feet. <laughs> so, but yes, to answer your question, Prabhuji, that there are certain things which are also according to Shastra. You know, even when we do puja or when we install a temple or a vigraha, we look for auspicious times. You know, why is that Ekadashi we follow? I mean, there is a scientific reason, right? We follow Ekadashi as a particular time. And why there is a Dvadashi for a particular time of breaking fast? There's an auspicious time for it. <laughs> So, you can't, we can't ignore saying, you know, many times people say, it's either this or this. No, it is all together only actually. But the question really comes is as devotees of Bhagawan, our surrender is higher. So, if we even look, it is, it is, it is perfectly fine if people take a look at astrology, they look at something, it is okay. But understanding should be is, he is still the supreme controller. And some things may happen may change, some things cannot change and some things we have to leave it to him in the end. Uh, did I answer your question? So, but one cannot, it is wrong to, uh, you know, if you are so surrendered, as I said, it's perfectly fine. If one is so surrendered to Bhagawan, you don't need to look at anything. But everyone cannot be like this. That takes a very high level of surrender as Kunti Devi prays. Give me difficulty only every day. I will be able to only think of you. That's a very high level of surrender. And we should not imitate it. That's why Bhagavan also knows. He gives all this other Vedic knowledge. So we follow these things. Otherwise one can question, why do we have to follow Ekadashi? We are Vaishnavas, we chant, correct? One can say, yeah, don't follow. You can keep chanting. Everything will go away. 
see there are things which are given for our own benefit you know so uh, we must follow all this yes when you get to a stage of uh, a surrendered like kunti devi or uh, dhruva maharaj or pralada maharaj then we can say that otherwise we should try our best to follow bhagwan chant his lotus feet associate with devotees and uh, as you said prabhuji astrological science is also vedic science it is not something now of course you may not find everyone who is experienced and there are all kinds of people in kali yuga right that's a different category of question you know but science it is a proven science so uh, we should not ignore that you know yes if you look at it if it can help you something great but but even if you look at it the understanding should be is uh, bhagavat sankalpam it means as you desire whether you remove the difficulty or you don't remove the difficulty i will still be your devotee that is the aspect but that cannot happen within one day it is not easy it's just just a general not to you prabhu i'm just telling to people who listen right it's a, i understand it's a very wonderful question you ask it's it's a very wonderful question actually so thank you for asking that question and could share that uh, anything else prabhu ji if you want you know if you can share a point too if you wish no i'm i'm only repeating what shastra says uh, that is what it is so uh, as i said in the end of the day that's why i read durva maharaj's prayer that association to bhagwan's lotus feet meditating upon him must never be forgotten uh, that is the actual goal i think uh, we someone nicely said uh, some quotation from prabhupada actually just share this is uh, you know we are in a ground here and you know we are in an aircraft preparing to take a flight we have all the people around you know you can say guru shastra everything all people around us helping prepare the aircraft to fly but to go back to us aboard it is we who have to fly no one else will be there to help us go there when we quit this body so prabhupad said i guess so this is exactly prabhupad's quotation so that's what we have to prepare to so Thank you very much and uh, Vrindraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki chai.